Good evening. It's good to be here with you tonight for our daily Gathering Hub broadcast. I have a couple of announcements to remind you of. First of all, we are reading each day of this month the corresponding proverb. So on the 12th, you read chapter 12. On the 14th, you read chapter 14. Um, and I found that to be very helpful in my life. I try to do that slow reading that Desi always talks about. And it's very beneficial. The book of Proverbs is a wisdom literature book, and it is absolutely chock full of wisdom. Also, throughout the month of May, we ask that you watch the 2019 August Big Group Learning Understanding Your Bible series. There are four of those taught by Brother Desi Lugo, and that card is at newrqpc.info as well. When you're done, and we're taking your word for it, you can enter a drawing for a $25 Amazon gift card. Who doesn't like an Amazon gift card? Uh, so that is part of Digging Your Own Well, this series that we're doing, and I hope that that will be beneficial to you as well. I'm going to start my lesson tonight with prayer. Thank you, God. God of the universe who loved us enough to come and die for us. I appreciate you. I appreciate that daily walk with you that Brother Albritton talked about the other night, that daily communion with you. Appreciate the ability to come to you in prayer. Bless our evening tonight. Help me to speak your word and help us to listen. Um, if you notice there, I accentuated the last part of that, uh, that prayer. I try to, before I teach, pray that God will do those two things. Help me to speak the word um, and speak what the people need to hear, but also that they, and myself as well, would listen to your word. And tonight, I'm talking about the part of personal worship that includes listening. Um, so tonight, we're going to focus on literally listening and also listening as in hearing the voice of the Lord. Now, usually that doesn't come in an audible, I can hear it in my eardrums type of voice, but even so, I have learned to hear within my spirit, within my soul, what God is saying to me and what he wants me to do. I will start by reading from the third chapter of 1 Samuel. And this is a story that I'm going to jump right into, but I love this story. It's about a child. We're not sure how old Samuel was during this story, but he had been taken to the tabernacle and left with Eli, the priest there, um, to be raised in the tabernacle. So he didn't have parents to guide him. He just had this priest named Eli. He was lying in bed one night, and he kept hearing someone call his name. He keeps going to Eli and saying, did you call me? And that's where we jump into the story. It says in verse 7, Samuel did not yet know the Lord because he had never had a message from the Lord before. Let me stop right there for a minute. 
and say that as we develop in our relationship with God, we will hear messages from the Lord and learn to develop our ability to hear him and know that it's him. I remember as a kid um, trying to figure out if the voice that I was hearing in my spirit, in my soul, was the Lord or not. And that is a very tricky thing to do, but we do get better of it, better at it as we develop our relationship with him. But we do have to listen. And I acknowledge that it is a bit confusing at first if we haven't heard from him much before, if we haven't listened to him much before. I would, I would say that he's been talking all along, but we have to learn to listen. And as the Bible says, my sheep hear my voice and know it. We have to know his voice. So that's something that has to be developed over time. And in this story, Samuel had not yet developed that. And that was perfectly normal, perfectly natural. He was a, a child, possibly a teenager or a teenager. We're not exactly sure, but he was not an adult. So he didn't know the voice of the Lord. So the Lord called, this is the third time we jumped in the middle of this story. And once more, Samuel got up and went to Eli. Here I am, did you call me? Then Eli, Eli had heard the voice of the Lord before, I suspect. Eli realized it was the Lord who was calling the boy. So he said to Samuel, we can teach our children how to hear the voice of the Lord. He says to Samuel, go and lie down again. And if someone calls again, so this would be the fourth time, God is patient with us. He will continue speaking until we hear, if we have a sincere heart. Um, the Lord, uh, Eli says, go and lie down again. And if someone calls again, say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. So Samuel went back to bed and the Lord came and called as before, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel replied, speak, your servant is listening. Then the Lord said to Samuel, and he goes ahead and says, a lot of things to Samuel, but he wasn't going to say it until Samuel was ready to listen. There's a difference between listening and hearing. I hear a lot of things, but I don't necessarily listen. And in the English language, we have that difference. And I believe that what we need to do is to be listening to God and not simply just hearing him. I speak a lot of things to people in my life and sometimes they listen and sometimes they hear. So we need to be honest. In this story, Samuel didn't like the message that God ended up giving him. You can go back and, and read that story. It's a very interesting story, uh, but it was, a, it was a message that Eli didn't like either, but he knew that it was from the Lord and he was open to that message. We have to be available to hear whatever the Lord speaks to us, whether we like it or not. We also need to be honest with ourselves and honest with God, because he already knows where our heart is. We need to be open with him 
to the best of our ability. We have to be intentional. As I said before, God is speaking. We will hear things, but do we really listen? So we need to be intentional with our listening. And as Sister Debbie was talking about, um, this is like the second, this is like the second part in her, in her message, but we have to be intentional in prayer, in speaking to the Lord and engaging the Lord. Also though, we have to be listening. So today I'm gonna to talk about just a few ways that I listen. You may have others, but these are a few ways that I listen to the voice of the Lord. First of all, obviously there is prayer. And as I mentioned, Sister Debbie gave the first part of that um, last week when we were talking about prayer. And I encourage you, if you didn't hear that night, to go back and, and find that. She did an excellent job on that. But the other part of that is the listening part. And that is a very important part of our communication with the Lord as well. Anybody who's studied any kind of commu communication at all realizes there's a message, there's a sender and a receiver, and you have to have both of those people um, getting involved in that message or the message will just fall flat and will not get communicated. So, as I said, we have to learn to hear the voice of the Lord. In our discipleship classes in level three, there is a lesson about learning to hear the voice of the Lord. I encourage you to either take those discipleship classes when they are available, or if you've already taken them, go back and look at that lesson three, because it has a lot more to it than I can say in this short broadcast. Uh, it is an individual thing, this listening, and each person does it a little different, just like in person-to-person -person communication. We all have our own ways of communicating. Some people are loud, some people are quiet, some people are very open, and some people tend to be more closed off. God is just fine with you, and he created you, and he doesn't mind the way you communicate as long as you are communicating you are speaking and you are listening and you are being honest and open with him as much as you can. Sometimes we don't even know ourselves. He knows us better than we know ourselves, but as much as we can be open and honest. Um, also, it's a spectrum, this listening of sometimes we sit down and intentionally listen and have personal worship time and that's mostly what this is about but also as we go about our days we should be listening this story that i read to you doesn't have samuel sitting down and praying he's just going to bed one night and god speaks to him so we need to be constantly perpetually listening for the voice of the lord and then we also need to have intentional sit down and concentrate and listen times as well. So I'll talk about some of both of those. If you have studied communication, or if you've uh, maybe taken a continuing uh, unit at work or something, you've probably heard about active listening. If you've done any research into uh, marriage work or any of those things, you've heard about active listening. And it is important that we do 
some active listening with with God as well. Some of the things in person-to-person -person communication involve body language and those kinds of things. We don't have to have a certain body language with God, even though sometimes our posture says things that we might not even necessarily think about, like worshiping and getting down, bowing before the Lord, or lifting our hands in praise. Those things all matter. The body language that we use with God, because how we move our body affects our heart, not just our blood pumping organ, but our spirit and our soul. In person-to-person -person listening, we have eye contact and things like that. I don't think there's any way to make eye contact with God, but he does know our hearts. So one of the things that you can do, and this is hard for a lot of us, moms especially, moms of little kids even more, but try to minimize the distractions. Find a place in your home. Find a place in your schedule where you're not going to have emergencies pop up, where you turn your phone off, you silence, you put it on do not disturb. You make sure the child isn't going to dump spaghetti sauce all over the kitchen floor in the middle of your prayer time. Those things where you can minimize the distractions, make sure they're busy if you're by yourself or maybe during a nap time, maybe after they've gone to bed at night or before they get up in the morning, find a time that doesn't have those distractions and be purposeful with that. Uh, remembering, uh, when you're using active listening, sometimes what they do is they say, write down what you heard. So maybe in your devotion time, in your speaking to the Lord time, it would be good for us to pause Say, God, do you have anything to say to me? And once we learn to hear the voice of the Lord, write down um, what he says. Also, we can ask him, God, I heard you say X, Y, Z. Is that what you said, God? And maybe write that down. I like the writing down part because it helps us articulate in our own mind words structure to our thoughts. Also, it makes a record for the future. So you can go back and see what was it that God said to, was saying to me a year ago? How far have I come in the past five years? But even if you never go back and look, it helps us to write things down and put it into words. Um, we can ask God for clarification. When you said whatever, what did you mean, God? Can you, can you tell me some more about that? And then be quiet and see if he says something. God, I'm not sure I understand how I'm supposed to do what you told me to do. Can you give me some more direction? And again, sometimes he will be silent. Sometimes he will speak. If he is silent and you honestly don't know what to do, you can continue on and trust that later he will tell you. Music. Music is a very important and wonderful thing. Um, I have it in my life all the time. I love music. I go around the house singing, humming. I won't even realize it. And my husband will say, dear, did you know you're singing? I'm like, oh, there we go again. No, I didn't know that. Um, but there are ways as well as just having music in your life to do active, mu active listening with music. 
find a song that you enjoy. Uh, Google the words. Re if, if it's a song that you really, really enjoy, you can rephrase the words or come up with your own version. For instance, How Great Thou Art talks a lot about nature. So maybe instead of I see the stars, I hear the rolling thunder. Maybe you're not that impressed by the stars, but if you enjoy, um, I, I look at the leaves and the flowers, or I see the rocks. Kids amazingly like rocks. And we as adults forget the variety and the, the wonder of rocks in our world. There's all kinds of things. So maybe you want to rewrite that song. It doesn't have to rhyme, it doesn't have the rhythm but just write it in your own words so that it's personal to you. Think about the emotion of a song. Music is very emotional, and there are times when it can really tap into our emotions. So think about a song, whether it is joyful, mournful, happy, all kinds of things like that. We tend, a lot of us, to go around and not be in our emotions very much. I was in a, um, in, in nursing school, in my psych rotation, we, we had to attend some groups and it was an inpatient setting. And the counselor started out by saying, okay, I want everybody in the room to tell me how they feel today. He went around the room, I feel sad, I feel happy. He got to me and I said, I feel good. And the, the psychologist looked at me and said, good is not a feeling. So I had to think about how am I feeling today it wasn't a right or wrong answer, except that good was not a valid answer. So sometimes it helps to think, okay, how am I feeling today? What kind of music do I need? And just have a variety of music that you can use. Music is great for memory. You hear, it uses a different part of the brain to memorize things. You hear of stroke victims, Alzheimer's patients who will not have any language left. They won't recognize their children but they can still sing the words to songs, hymns, whatever, that they learned years and years and years before. So it's actually the rhythm of the music that helps us memorize. It's not necessarily the tune. So how many of us, for example, when we say the ABCs or we're trying to alphabetize something, I still in my head will say E-F-G-H-I-J-K-L, K-L, there we go. Um, I still use that rhythm of that song to help me learn, help me alphabetize things. And I can't alphabetize things without that song that I learned probably pre-kindergarten. So we can use uh, songs to help us memorize things. I would encourage though, as you listen to again, actively listen, there are songs, hymns that we've sung for years and years and years. Blessed Assurance is a great example. We've sung it, we've sung it, we've sung it until it's just, something we've always sung. So those words though, blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste, a, a preview of glory divine. Those words, they mean something, don't they? Um, the other last thing that I want to speak about is nature. As I mentioned with how great thou art, when I see the stars, I hear the rolling thunder. Nature can really be a way for us to see the wonder of God and to praise him. So whether you're going on a nature walk, whether you're looking out your kitchen window, my kitchen window looks over my backyard, my front yard here, 
shows my neighbor's beautiful azaleas that are that are blooming right now. Um, I'm not much of a nature person. I'm, I'm more of a house cat, but I do see God in nature, in the wonder of his creation. I see God in how he's created me and how he's created my children and how he's created my husband and parents and, and members of the church, the humor, the care, the, again, the emotions. So listen, listen, listen to God as he is speaking to you and be an active listener. And you will find that it really helps your personal one-on-one -on -one with God worship time. We have gotten somewhat lazy of going to church and letting the worship team or the musicians or the preacher help us and, and just put everything out there in a buffet. Well, sometimes we have to go in the kitchen and scrounge up our own food. And it might at first be a grilled cheese sandwich, but as we learn how to, how to have some of these skills, we will be able to have our own nutritious food for ourselves. And that doesn't mean we won't come back together. That doesn't mean we won't sing and preach and do all the things. But if we have developed these skills, we will have those skills with us, no matter what is going on. As part of the engagement, for this week, we are to listen to that Gathering Hub playlist. It's getting quite large, but listen to it and submit on NewarkUPC.info the top three songs that draw you into personal worship. And once that is done, we will publish the top 10 results so you can see if you tend to worship like everybody else does or are you a little bit different. Or maybe it will be a recommendation of some of the songs that you can go do some active listening with. Also, there's another website on their YouTube video that's very funny. It's uh, Tim Hawkins. He's a comedian. And he has a video on different worship styles. Actually, it's on how, to hold, how we hold our hands. And he, he has a lot of funny things to say about it. So the, the engagement activity is to watch the video that is on newarkpc.info. And then on that same place in, in newarkpc.info, go on there and tell us which of Tim Hawkins' um, worship styles you most identify with. You'll understand what you see once you watch it, what I'm talking about. So watch the video and then tell us what your worship style is. So... Make sure over the next little bit, and actually for the rest of your life, you're developing these skills of active listening, listening to the voice of the Lord, just as Samuel did. If you read the rest of his story, you find that he learned very well to hear the voice of the Lord, and we can as well. Let me finish with prayer, and uh, this is me speaking to God, and right now I'm not listening a whole lot, so I have to make sure in other formats, I do that, and you do as well. Dear God of the heavens, the God of the stars and the thunder, we ask that you help us to see you, to listen and to notice and to actively seek out your word and develop that ability to hear you and to listen to you. Help us, Lord, as we go about our days, 
to carve out time for you and to try some of these activities, but also to be listening as we just go about our every day. Thank you for each person listening tonight and over the next few days, and we ask that you help us and keep us safe. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a good night.